Hello and welcome back to TFE, a weekly news podcast in which we give our thoughts, feelings and emotions on the latest gaming, film, tech and streaming news. I am your host Dan and I'm joined to you as always by my co-host Danny. Hello, it's a new year. It is a new year. Yes, we were on holiday last week. It was Christmas. We didn't want to record on Christmas Day or on Boxing Day. Yep. So we're recording the day after New Year's. Yes, that is when we're recording this one. Yeah, so we've got like two weeks worth of news and... To be honest, there wasn't much. Yeah, I know. It's funny enough, nothing happens over Christmas. It's like the whole world shuts down. Who would have thought? But in this week, we are talking about Spider-Man money-making, Cyberpunk is adding NFTs, and Alexa is killing your children. But first off, we're going to rapid reviews. Now, normally we do Hawkeye, but with last week we did our Hawkeye Season 1 review. Go check that out to see what we thought. But in this... Hopefully it never gets into Season 2, <laughs> unless it's just a Yelena and Kate Bishop TV show and Hawkeye dies in the next movie. <laughs> But Disney is a money-making franchise, and they want to go over to Star Wars, so we're going to talk about The Book of Boba Fett, Episode 1. Yeah, um, I enjoyed it. I did too. This definitely has Mandalorian vibes. Yep. Which makes um, sense, because it's done by John Favreau, the same guy. Yeah. Uh, and Robert Rodriguez, who did one of the f- episodes in... I think he did the introduction episode to Boba Fett when he came back in Season 2. Like that whole beating the shit out of everyone action scene sort of shit that was the episode he did yeah and I think he's and directing a lot of these to be honest i wasn't expecting to like the show this much i sort of went in with the sort of feeling i don't really care same yeah i had that same feeling um but yeah it, it's doing an all right job of making me go yeah it's been interesting i don't care about any of the f- present day stuff really i only really no, care about no. but then again i feel like the flashbacks are too much in this there's too much flashbacks in this first episode I, I feel like it should have actually made us care a bit about what the fuck's happening in the present. Well, it's a bit of a weird design, so it seems like they're trying to do two stories at the same time. They're trying to do a prequel well, to Mandalorian. Well, they're trying to show us what the fuck happened to Boba Fett after he got eaten. Yeah, so that's how... He, and why he was in the desert. Yeah, so that, that's like Return of the Jedi, right? That's what happens at the end. Yeah. No, yeah. He, he get, well, it, it's what happens when they go to rescue him and uh, Han Solo, and then uh, they get captured, and then Leia is put in the slave bikini, and then uh, Han Solo is blind and accidentally bumps into the back of his jetpack and he falls into the Sarlacc. Right, yeah, cool. The most least badass way to get taken out. And everyone thinks Boba Fett's this cool character and everyone's mad that they've made him this, like, butt of the being beaten up in, like, this entire episode. And I'm just like, if you watch Star Wars, he stands around <laughs> and then gets beaten up by his jetpack failing and going into a Sarlacc. This character was never cool. You just imprinted and then they made him cool in the comics. Yeah, but coming off the back of Hawk... Come off the back of Hawkeye, which is a very mediocre show. Mm. I think this is better. It's only got characters I like more. <laughs> Except I like Kate Bishop and Yelena, and that's about it. Well, I'm already more invested in the story. Yeah. Not by definitely. a lot, but yeah. I mean, the story was that bad in Hawkeye. I mean, well, this is definitely a better first episode than Hawkeye. Definitely, yeah. Like, Hawkeye gets good around the last two episodes, but it's too little too late. This needs to. This has got one more episode to prove that it's better. Because it's got seven episodes rather than six. Yeah, I'm more hopeful, though. I am definitely more hopeful than I was for Hawkeye. Who do you reckon the mayor is? Do you reckon it's someone important or just some random new character? <laughs> it's a random new character. I guarantee it. No, it's Darth Maul. <laughs> Darth Maul. It'll be Star Wars Darth Maul. Of course it will. Even though he's dead at this point, I think. It's Samuel Jackson's character. Mace Windu. Yeah. Don't know why he'd be a... Well, I guess he could be a mayor, because a mayor doesn't necessarily have to be bad. Hmm, who knows? Yeah. Uh, I look forward to the next episode. I mean, it's just kind of... Oh, we will be doing a full, like, spoiler review and everything like that uh, when it f- all releases. 
Uh, so yes. Look anyway, to that. at the minute, I say go check it out, see if you like it. But we're now going on to our first section of stream that movie news into my head. We got trailers. Yeah, we do have trailers. We have a lot um, of trailers. We're gonna first talk about the Batman trailer, the Bat and the Cat. Oh, I love this trailer so much. Yeah, There's so we, many nice shots. I'm that car I'm flipping for this with a, this Batman. You know, it might actually be. Oh, a, I've been on board with this since the first trailer. I was like, yeah, I don't know how Robert Pattinson's gonna do. And then the first trailer went, okay, yeah, no, I I get why. No, I get this. I yeah, still don't buy as Bruce Wayne though. Yeah, but I think like I didn't really buy. Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne. No, no, Batman. none did I. Only Christian Bale. I think that's the only one that really fits. But I mean, I don't, I don't put it past like a really young Batman being like an edgy emo. So I mean, because I mean, <laughs> that's kind of what Christian Bale is at the beginning, but then he's aged above that at the point where he becomes the Batman. So this is a b- really early on Batman where he is still like probably like twenty something Batman. Whereas... Yeah, I am. I am looking forward to this film. I'm actually looking forward to this year movies quite a bit. Quite a bit, quite a bit. Yeah. Well, our next. Yeah. Well, we got a lot of movies coming out because all of them were moved from 2020 to 2021, and then all the 2021 slate was moved, and then some of the movies from 2020 are still coming out in 2022. Yeah. As much as so. I was a lot of films last year, I felt so. Don't get me wrong. A lot of them were good, but they didn't feel like it hit hard. I feel like TV was better for 20. Yeah. I mean, apart from No Way Home, but even then, it's argument to make that No Way Home isn't Shang Chi. No Way Home isn't a great film. It's just very good at fan service. No, I think it does that well. I think it does the story well. Like, in terms of it balancing everything, it's kind of like Endgame. It has to balance everything, but it does the fan service well enough. Because if it did the fan service bad, you wouldn't like it. I would still argue Endgame's a better film, well. though. Maybe. I, I do really enjoy both. I think I would agree with you on Endgame, but I do really enjoy that Spider-Man. I haven't seen it as many times in cinemas yet. Yes, but go, talking about Spider-Man No Way Home... Doctor Strange was a spoiler at the end of it. Well, and we can talk about that they now. They just we gave can... us the... Yeah, well, they gave the trailer at the end of the movie. And now, as I predicted, a week later, it got released. Because it literally came out the the week later when I was like, right, they're going to give it a week. And then they'll release the trailer. And then, hey, look, a week later, on December 22nd, they gave us the Doctor Strange multiverse to madness. Yeah, we so did talk like, about oh. this a bit in our spoiler review. Yeah. But not much, because we were struggling to remember what happened. Because it's a lot. A lot happens in it. Yeah, so Evil Doctor Strange. From evil Doctor Strange. What, if, what if might be canon now? Episode 4. Yeah. Uh, you've got Wanda being recruited, not causing it. So, hey, look, Doctor Strange isn't going to stop her, which is what a lot of people thought was going to happen. Um, so this yeah, film is to... my most anticipated movie of the year. Mainly because... So mine's four. Mm-hmm. Or mine might be the Batman, to be honest. But my, my mine Batman's genuinely second, might be the Batman. Fourth, third, only because it's Taika Waititi. Spider Verse. Ah, oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah. We've already seen Taika, right, in Thor. We know what it's going to be. We, we can expect okay, it. It's, it's, okay, it's between Spider Verse Part Two and Batman. Okay, right. This is my most anticipated film because Do- I, yeah. I really enjoy Doctor Strange as a character. It's one of I my do as well. It's one of my favorite Doctor Strange. Sorry, one of my favorite Marvel characters. We got a big squid thing as well. Yeah, we do. We do. With a big eyeball. And, and he uses a saw. And we've also got Sam Raimi as a director. Yep, so everyone's uh, thinking, hey, look. Uh, oh, Rachel McAdams in a wedding dress. Yeah, didn't spot that the first time. But Doctor Strange isn't at the altar, so who's she marrying? <gasps> Alternate reality. Yeah, it's going to be a mad one. I, I'm, I'm expecting there to be many Easter eggs in this. If there's not, 
I'll be very disappointed. There's also a new character who's with Doctor Strange, who I don't know who it is, because there's someone in behind when the door, like, of the sub, I guess, opens with the door. There's just someone behind him, so I'm guessing she's tagging along. Also, we got Wong, and we got uh, Baron Mordo back with Long Dreads. Yeah, I was wondering if he was going to come back. I thought they might have just left him as a dangling plot head, but no. But do you reckon he's going to kill Wong because Wong is the Sorcerer Supreme now? When you said it, I was like, yeah, Wong's dead. It makes me sad because I like Wong. Because you need to get Doctor Strange's title of the Sorcerer Supreme back. And how do you do that? You kill the person with the title. And then Doctor Strange becomes the default again. That's still like sort of a thing I don't like. It's either <laughs> going to be Doctor Strange evil version kills Wong or uh, Baron Mordo kills Wong. I'm calling it now. But I look forward to this. May well be. It's, it's a good trailer. Definitely has got a few good shots. Don't think it spoils too much. No, I, I wouldn't no like to not on. see Evil Doctor Strange. Yeah, but you know he could just be in it for like two seconds. Maybe I hope this. He still could just be the more. end. Yeah, I'm hoping there's still a lot more twists end. and turns they haven't showed us because I'd be very disappointed yeah. if they have spoiled that. And that was it. Well, speaking of twists and turns, Dan, everyone's been begging for it, but they finally gave Mark Wahlberg a mustache in the Uncharted trailer. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I think this trailer's a little bit better, but it's still... For it's me... interesting to me. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I, I played some of the games. I played the first one, the third one. I never played the second, and I played bits and pieces of the fourth one. I still haven't finished the third one. I, I haven't... And then I, 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 ha- I have... I think I own all of them, because I have the uh, Lost Legacy, or whatever it is, the spin-off one, uh, with the female versions. Um, I think I, I need to play them. I still have a problem with Tom Holland being Nathan Drake. He still he looks just too young. I mean, in the games there are segments where you play as a young Nathan Drake. No, but he would so. be good as the young Nathan Drake, like and the actual flashback scenes. Yeah, maybe not the actual main character. Maybe, but I think if well, if I'm... he had like a like a five o'clock shadow to make him look a little bit older, I think it'd be great. It's just because of how young he looks. It doesn't. He does feel very Spider-Man-y in this. Where yeah, he does. Kind of all I, over I'm watching. I'm like, this is Spider-Man. Where, where's where's the webs? Well, they got grapple hooks. Exactly, it is Spider-Man. Um, but yeah, I mean, ultimately, I they're dumping it in February, and February is like the dumping ground for bad movies. So, which one I say? <laughs> well, there's been some good movies. I can't remember what released in February, but was like really, really good. But Black Panther. Maybe. I think so. Yeah. Come to but it kind of is just. Because it's just it's after Christmas, it's like the third, second month of the year, and no one really cares. It's not like box office gold where because everyone's back at work, so it's not like December or because December is normally the best, and summer is like the best times to release because it's the holiday seasons. So summer is like everyone's like big box office movies get dropped, and then the winter is like since Star Wars came back, everyone because it has no competition really, so everyone has now decided, oh yeah, we'll dump it all in Christmas time and get box office ba- ba- bank. Ugh, I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, okay, I think we should move on. But talking about Spider-Man, Spider-Man No Way Home has been Sony's biggest movie of all time. After- yeah, I got it right. I guessed it was going to be the next billion dollar movie. Yeah, Guess congratulations, what? you picked the obvious answer. I got it right. You picked the obvious yeah. one. Yeah, Venom didn't really get that close, sadly. No, I he got like it- halfway. I think it would have got closer if it wasn't in Pandemic. Yeah. But uh, even in Pandemic Dan, Spider-Man still did it. <laughs> Honestly, if it wasn't Pandemic... Who would have guessed a movie where all of the Spider-Men <laughs> turned up, spoilers, in... <laughs> Everyone knows right now. If you don't know, you've been living under a rock. Yeah. 
But yeah, I did it in about two weeks, which is very impressive. It is only second behind uh, Endgame in terms of highest opening. Uh, I reckon if it ever. wasn't for the pandemic, it would actually be highest. No. Uh, and now this is now confirmed to Sony that they will never give up Spider-Man because their two highest grossing movies are Far From Home and Spider-Man No Way Home. But they're only good because Marvel made them. Yeah. But they will still hold on to it no matter what. Because, hey, look, Marvel doesn't get that much of the box office. Sony does. Yeah, it's a bit of weird. So- Marvel sort of- gets like 10 or 5% of the box office for these movies. Yeah, of the profit, not of uh, all of it. Yeah. Because it, I think Marvel also, still takes a significant They also pay chunk. to make the movie, and then Sony does the marketing. Yeah, I think, um, I think that's how like, Marvel, like I said, Marvel do still take a significant chunk. Yeah. Because Especially with a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. They want these to be successful so they get more money. So uh, There's definitely no way they just take 10%, which is, what, 120 million. They're taking way more than that. Well, they get all the toy rights. So they get all the profits of the toy lines. So every toy that they make for this movie, Marvel gets all the profit. Sony doesn't get a penny. Oh, wow. Because Marvel, uh, Sony only owns the uh, movie rights. They don't even own the TV rights. That's why you get Mark Disney is bringing out the Spider-Man TV show. Ah, uh, right. I was, wonder- I was, yeah. was wondering that. But yeah, it's just the, mar- the movie rights soon. Yeah, that's why all the uh, cartoons are still on Disney+, Plus, but the Sony movies aren't. It's because Disney owns, well, Marvel owns the rights to the TV stuff and to the toy lines, and only Sony only owns the rights to the movies and game licensing, I think. Well, talking about Disney shows being popular... The Book of Boba Fett has actually got the worst reviews out of any other Disney TV show out of the Star Wars and Marvel shows. Yeah, um, which is not surprising, to be honest, because you're going to do a legacy character like Boba Fett, and you're going to have a lot of opinions on what they do with that character. And so far, most of the show is just having the character be beaten up. But do you think it's actually the worst? No, I like it. Yeah, I think, it, I think it's definitely it's better, better than, than the Hawkeye. fucking Hawkeye. <laughs> Yeah, Hawkeye's sitting at like 93. I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with the world? I would also argue that this is better than What If. I also think it's better than Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, I think it is too. I like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but honestly, that show was kind of nothing. Yeah, it was like... It had good themes, but ultimately it didn't change anything. It just kind of made you care about the characters a bit more. But it didn't ultimately lead anywhere new. The only three good shows have been so far as Mandalorian, WandaVision, and Loki. Yeah. I'm hoping Moon Knight comes out and blows everything out of the water. I hope it does, but at the minute it's been a bit meh. Right. So we've new... seen one part of it. <laughs> like Marvel's had a bit of a stinky year last year. No, they had no, they did pretty well. No, not I mean not just had... doing bad, but just making good content. Well, a bit stinky. the the problem with what they had was that Phase Four seems to be what they did with Phase One, which is reigniting everything. So they're just throwing a bunch of shit out to see what sticks. And then what sticks is what they'll go through. But at the moment, it's kind of just like, here's this thing, here's this thing, here's this thing. And we'll see what we do with it later on. Because if the response to, like, Kang was really bad, then they probably would have maybe shuffled him to the background, but still, like, done the Thanos approach, but not have him appear as much. But I think now that they've seen that Kang's doing well, they'll bring him out more. And then they'll have... uh, like, the Young Avengers is now being teased in a lot of their stuff, so we'll probably get a Young Avengers thing in the future. They're just throwing a lot of shit out there, kind of like Phase 1 Marvel, and then I think they're going to try and build to, like, a 
end game level event for season uh, phase six or whatever. Yeah, we'll wait and see. But I honestly understand the criticism. It's kind of like, here's, look, we're in our experimental phase again. And we're trying to do a bunch of different things. We're trying to do TV shows. We're trying to do, like, a TV show that's based on TV shows. We're trying to do a spy espionage uh, political drama. We're trying to do an Elseworld multi-universal time thing. We're trying to do an Asian... What was the political drama? Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's not very Westworld. I didn't say Westworld. I said espionage. Oh, I think it's Westworld. No. No, Dan. No. Um, the West... Uh, we, we, uh, I guess also Black Widow technically as well. Um, we did an Asian-inspired one <laughs> with karate. <laughs> uh, we did a Spider's Man one <laughs> where we had a lot of spiders and men. Um, but yeah. And we did a Here's Another Universe. Like, we're doing a lot of universe shit. I mean, it's just Marvel's experimental phase again. Just throwing and seeing what sticks. Yeah, maybe. And not everyone's going to like it, but if you're in it for the long run, you're in it for the long run now, sadly. Oh, also, quickly, I want to talk about DC before we jump onto the other stuff, because I, I forgot about it. Uh, for some odd reason, Justice League, was bring uh, Restore the Snyderverse was trending again on New Year's, and I just want to say, stop it. Stop it. It's gone. It's dead. It's over. You got your shitty movie. Now let's move on. But you loved that film so much. No, I didn't. <laughs> it's still better than the original. We have to at least give it credit for that. Yeah, but it's like polishing a turd. It doesn't make <laughs> it that much better. It's still a turd. You just made it longer <laughs> and I got a headache. <laughs> it's just a long polished turd. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to the random shit. Yeah, talking about poo. Winnie the poo. And, some, and also other stuff. A bunch of other stuff. And a bunch of other stuff. Is, all works is going public in 2022. Yeah. So basically the original Winnie the Pooh, not the Disney Winnie the Pooh. Disney will still copyright the shit out of that. I was going to say, Disney are definitely like... But the original book and shit, that's going public domain. Um, so yeah. Uh, so on Saturday, the copyright law will flip, putting them in public domain as the calendar flips to 2022. So basically, you'll be able to get Winnie the Pooh. For f- you can use Winnie the Pooh if you want in public. So if you want to make something with Winnie the Pooh, you can use Winnie the Pooh. We can put Winnie the Pooh in our logo. However, China will still disapprove because <laughs> they hate Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> they do hate the uh, ch- uh, Disney one, though. So you might be good if you could make Di- Winnie the Pooh. Well, I like him if you give him trousers, maybe. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, I mean, hey, look, it's kind of cool. The silent film's battling butler starring, directed by Buster Keaton, the temptress starring Greta Garbo, the son of the Sheik starring Rudolph Valentio, and for heaven's sake starring Harold Lloyd, are also becoming public property. And under 2018 legislation by Congress, sound recordings from the earliest era of electronics audio will become available as well. Uh, uh, copyright experts at the Duke University estimate that some 400,000 sound recordings from before 1923 will become available for public use, including music from Ethel Waters, Mammy Smith, Enrico Garuso, and Fanny Bryce. Once a work enters the public domain, it can be legally shared, performed, reused, and repurposed or sampled without permission or cost. So basically... A lot of TikTokers are going to start using 1920s music. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, and then our final movie news of the week is The Matrix Resurrections. It is a box yes. office bomb. It's made nothing. 69 million. Yeah. It, it, I it's mean, bad. Doesn't surprise... Also, it's one of the most pirated movies of the uh, uh, month. Yep. And it also had 2.8 million HBO Max viewers. Yeah. Um, it doesn't surprise me because those people would have gone and seen it in the cinema and it would have probably made money. But because it was on HBO Max, it ain't going to have done it. <laughs> Yeah, but it wouldn't have made that much extra money. How much would it have made? Like, 50? that's a lot of people and a lot of tickets. <laughs> yeah, but two point eight. How much is a ticket? Let's let's say exaggerate. In America, 10. it's quite expensive. Like twenty. It's like twenty dollars in America. Yeah, but that, it wouldn't add that much to the box office. It still had a lot. Also, I imagine if the reception of it wasn't as mixed as it was, it would probably get a bit better. Plus, if Spider Man didn't come out, plus I guess Sing Two. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that that beat it. Although I did re- I did what I did watch for the first time the first one because I was like ah do I watch this Sing two? I haven't watched the first one and I saw it was on Amazon so I was just like I'll watch it. It's all right. But I don't hate it. Some of the songs in it are good. But then again I don't really care about any of the stuff. But I might go see the second one at some point if it ever comes out on streaming. Um, but yeah, I mean I had no interest. You were interested in this because you liked the Matrix films. I'm still somewhat interested in it, but I don't think I'm going to go cinema to watch it. I'm going to wait until it comes out on like Sky Pay or something. Pay-per-view. Mm. Not as loyal as you think you are. <laughs> well, based on the fact that I've seen the first movie once, and I've never seen any of the pre- sequels. But Dan, how are you going to understand the plot? It's all about the sequels and the prequels. It's basically, hey, look, this is... Apparently there's the line, our corporate overlords, Warner Brothers, are forcing us to do The Matrix again, or something like that in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) That's quite funny. I don't know. I don't know what they're uh, trying to do. But hey, look, it kind of sucks that The Matrix isn't that good. But I've also seen people really love it. So maybe people just are stupid and don't understand it. (laughs) Or maybe people are reading way too much into it and trying to understand it too much. It's a matrix. What do you expect? It's always going to be mind-bending. But let's talk about some other mind-bending stuff. Yes, as we go on to our gaming news. But it's also integrated with our NFT news as well. Because CD CD Projekt Red reveals Cyberpunk wristwatch. Wristwatch. Wristwatch, not wristwatch. Wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. That incorporates a blockchain technology. Yeah. Um, happy days how to ruin your game more <laughs> add nft stuff to it uh and make a game better how can you make a game better that doesn't have nfts so uh cd product red is partnering up with blonny watches to release the t2077 a limited edition wristwatch born out of the dystopian setting of cyberpunk 2077 the watch case and bracelet are made out of Pure grade two titanium, with the latter having a butterfly clasp, and its mechanism is quartz with a digital LED type yellow display. The glass is a darkened mineral, and with additional sapphire coating, the watch is water resistant up to five atmospheres or five hundred fifty meters. For the battery, it uses a model CR two o thirty two lithium magnesium dioxide organic electrolyte. It's three volt with capacity of 220 milliamp. The both watch also has both a 12-hour and 24-hour option. Ooh, so good. <laughs> you know how most watches have that option in them. However, it still looks terrible. Oh, yeah, it looks bad. 
Oh, God. Yeah, it looks like a... You know what those things you strap to your r- roof of your car to carry your luggage? Yes, I know what you mean. Yeah, I can yeah, see it. It looks like one of those. Um, And I, it's just... It's worth $499 with additional shipping. It's what you'd imagine someone in the 1950s would, would the future would look like. Oh, and here's the most important part. Owners of the T2077 will watch will have a digital certification of authenticity using blockchain technology blockchain technology admitted by the specialist firm Arani. this decision was mitigate the risk of counterfeiting owners can transfer ownership by using the Arani app i'm sure eventually houses can be nfts like you do uh, to your house will be an NFT. There's a yeah, there's uh, Square Enix. We'll go on to that. Uh, so, Square Enix president hopes NFTs, blockchains, games become major trend in the games. Yeah, so basically, uh, they do kind of have an NFT system in uh, one of their Final Fantasy games, where they have limited housing in the game, and all the rich people have just bought all the houses, and you can't do much without the houses. So people can't. And they're just upselling the houses for massive amounts of money. So they do kind of already have an NFT thing in their game that they didn't intentionally make. This is really bad. Like, NFT games now, they're getting serious. Well, this isn't even NFTs. This isn't blockchain or anything. This is just people having limited assets in a uh, online game. And so they're just selling it <laughs> at a higher price. And it, it fucking crippled the game. They had to take it offline. <laughs> Because people, too many people wanted to play and too many people couldn't get the things. So they just had nowhere to do or anything like that. So this dude saying that they hope NFTs come into it are kind of just like, oh shit, we're going to break our games even more. Also, stop. Just stop this. We don't need <laughs> NFTs. Stop. There's already Get some help. Yeah. I just, ah, oh, I don't want NFTs in video games. I like Square Enix. They make good games. Mate, honestly, it's happening. It's yeah, but it's only, because, it's only because investors are like, what's this new blockchain technology? Add it to everything that we invest in so that we can make money. Look at fucking Ubisoft. Their thing crashed. No one bought their NFT. <laughs> oh, also, I didn't realize, but you had to put like 600 hours into playing the game to get the NFT in a limited time. And unless you'd already played like 300 hours or 400 hours or something, the time frame was impossible to do it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because they gave you a limited number of days to get the nft but the um unless you'd already played like a, a load of hours in the game already you weren't going to be able to get it and then when people did people who did have it they were selling for like 15 bucks like they it's failed awful. to it's awful i mean they put it in a shit game that no one was playing anymore but i imagine if they put it in assassin's creed they probably do pretty well but it was the fact that they put it in ghost recon breakpoint or whatever it was and no that was never going to do well the, the game was just who was buying that game Unless you're a dedicated fan, you're not buying it. Yeah, the the thing is, gamers and uh, NFT bros are two separate like entities, and gamers don't want them, and game uh, NFT bros don't want them in it because then they have to play video games. So <laughs> it's kind of a weird match to put them in. Like gamers are already pissed with um what battle passes and all of that shit. And we're finally slowly maybe getting rid of them or a more easier way because Call of Duty's kind of tied it into one like ecosystem rather than different battle passes for different games. So you don't have to spend as much money. 
but they're still yeah, pissed. Yeah, Mind you, that's probably the one thing Call of Duty's done right this year round. Well, Activision in general. Yeah, I mean, it's, it still sucks, the new COD. Like, so many, so many people hate it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I played Modern Warfare 2 again recently, and oh, it's such a good game. I missed it. Even though my PlayStation 3 controllers don't work, and it really is hard to shoot shit with it. I'm hopeful that the next Modern Warfare is going to be pretty good. I hope they just go... Hey, look, we made a mistake not remastering Spec Ops and multiplayer for Modern Warfare 2. We're going to add it to the game, and you can play it now. I don't think we need to remaster Spec Ops as much as just keep the same gameplay mechanics. No, they need to remaster the Spec Ops. It has to be the exact same missions. You can't have any different missions. You can add missions, but keep those missions, because those missions are great. Also, there are 69 Spec Ops veteran stars you can get. If you want to get the max total of stars, you get there's 69 of them. So, that's well, you never know. One day they might bring it back next year. Who knows? Or this they year, won't. Year. They'll have remastered Modern Warfare and just done the campaign because they're dumbasses. And they they're gonna remaster Modern Warfare again. <laughs> no, Modern Warfare Three. <laughs> remaster Modern Warfare Three. Yeah, well, remaster Modern Warfare Three and then just go. No, it'd be Modern yeah. Warfare Three Spec Ops. To be honest, I wouldn't disapprove of that. I liked Spec Ops and Black uh, Modern Warfare Three, but I like Modern Warfare Two's better. Because I think Modern Warfare Freeze was. Uh, I can't remember. I haven't played Modern Warfare 3. But I did like Modern Warfare 3's maps. Modern Warfare 2 and Modern Warfare 3 are like my favourites. And Black Ops 3. Well, that's our gaming news over and done with. But we've not quite finished just yet as we go on to Tech Time and Science Shenanigans. And there was actually a fair bit that happened in the past couple of weeks. And the biggest one of which is James Webb Space Telescope has launched off on Christmas Day in the hope to explore the beginning of the universe. Yes. I don't know if you saw much about this. Nope. <laughs> you didn't see any of it? No. I think I saw bits and pieces. Because I think Tesla was tweeting about it. Yeah, so this is a new satellite that's like, so much bigger than... I, d- I don't know the exact number. But it's a lot bigger yeah. than the normal satellites up there. Apparently it's going to the outside of the solar system. So we don't, we don't get any interference that way. And they hope to see the, how stars were born. Because in the minute we've not actually seen how a star's been born, but we hope to visualise it by exploring the vast, great extents of the universe. Yes. I, I thought it was pretty interesting, under- you know? Yeah, it is. I just don't understand it. I don't understand telescopes. No, but I, mean, I do understand telescopes. But yeah, I- it's just it's just about trying to see other life forms, maybe, see if other planets. Well, it's the light touching the telescope from really far away, but it's so far away that it it's only just reached... So. Yeah, that's the idea behind it. So, you, in theory, you'd be able to see stars that already exist, but existed, just just starting to be born because it's that far away. Yeah, but you'll also be able to see stuff from really, really far ago in a galaxy far, far away. That's true. You'll be able to see Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> and then let's go on to Jurassic World. It's going to be interesting, and we'll keep or Jurassic you... Park. Well, we we'll definitely keep up the update and to whatever they find out. I'm sure they'll find some fascinating discoveries. We'll find little green men. Yes, I'm talking about fantastic discoveries. A 72 million year old dinosaur embryo has been discovered inside a fossilized egg, and it's a perfect fossilization. Yes. We also looked inside a mummy tomb. No, sarcophagus and scanned it so we could see um, what it looks like inside without opening it. Yeah, it's quite amazing how tech is coming along. Yeah. Um, 72 million years. Damn, that's an old dog. 
Yeah, it's, it's perfectly preserved. So you can see all the fine details in there. So I, um, now all we need to do is get a mosquito, take the blood from that mosquito, and then add frogs and other creatures to it and make a dinosaur. Yeah, I was saying to my dad, like, yeah, th- this is the beginning of Jurassic World. Oh, it's funny because someone posted um, a news article from like seven years ago that was, scientists have discovered how to make Jurassic Park a reality. And then it's seven years ago. And it's just like, huh. Or I think the headline was like seven this year. Like scientists have discovered to how to do it like for next year. And it's just like, oh, no, that was seven years ago. That's uh, We're a long way off. Yeah. Well, so why but, would um, you want to make Jurassic Park? Have you seen Jurassic Park? Yeah, but Dan... Man's own hubris is they think they can do better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But all that you have discovered is that, as thought, dinosaurs are basically the exact same as chickens, the way they hatch. Hmm. And just normal birds. Also, all we do is we do it in America. <laughs> yes, because if anything goes wrong, the- it's their problem. Yeah. Like, I don't think a dinosaur's going to be able to swim over here unless they have those big sea ones. Some might. You never know. Like dinosaur things coming over to us. Hopefully not. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Jurassic... World Dominion comes out this year as well. Yes, the finale in the trilogy? Yes. Supposedly. I think they're kind of done until they realise, oh, we can make money again. Let's make Jurassic Universe. Don't tempt fate, down because they're already talking about Fast and Furious going to space, and they already talked about a crossover. (laughs) (laughs) Jurassic Universe coming soon. The Universal, because, no, it's Paramount, isn't it? No, it is universal. Yeah, it is, mm. yeah. And talking Jurassic about stupid Univ- ideas, Alexa has told a 10-year-old girl to touch a life plug with a penny. Yeah. Also, I saw a, a, a video that was, um, like, Alexa telling... Uh, a, a child asked, can reindeer fly? And Alexa went, no. And then this kid was like, Santa's not real. And I was just like, what a fucking stupid conclusion to come to, kid. Just because a reindeer can't fly. And then I asked Alexa myself... And I'm guessing they've patched it since then because it does then tell you, oh yeah, Santa uses a magical thing to make his reindeer fly or something like that. Well, what's quite funny about this one is how the interaction happened. The girl asked the Echo, I say Echo because mine just talked to me. I don't want that again. She asked the Echo for a challenge to do. Simple qu- simple query, a challenge. And the Echo device just went, a plug in a phone charger, put in a ph- phone charger about halfway into a wall outlet, and then touch a penny into the exposed prongs. Yeah. Fantastic. I, you can't write it. How has that happened? How, how has that happened? It's probably a TikTok trend or something. It's probably the new viral challenge that everyone's doing. Like, just be glad it didn't ask her to do... Um, well, funny enough, yes, you the are crate right. Challenge. The dangerous activity known as the penny challenge began circulating on TikTok and other social media websites about Fucking a year ago. I knew it. I hate this shit. Burn it to the ground. So apparently Amazon has now fixed the error as soon as, as, soon as the company became aware of it, but this is a serious oversight into what Not their really. devices it's can their do. Fault. What the fuck asks Alexa for a challenge? And why are you listening to Alexa when it says, oh, fucking dumbass 10-year-old should have died? <laughs> if this is natural selection, this is natural selection at its finest. Well, as we're they talking about just... TikTok, a TikTok moderator has sued over psychological trauma. Well, yeah, this is just Facebook all over again because they have to look at so much bad shit. <laughs> yeah, so apparently they say like they had is... to... So the, the moderator had to look at TikTok for over 12 hours a day and they had to yeah. suffer through a serious amount of um, sexual abuse. Child porn. 
Like, yeah, really bad stuff. That, Cannibalism, yeah. genocide, mass shootings, yeah. mutation of animals, mutilation yeah. of animals. Yep. <laughs> Not mutation. Well, I'm sure someone's trying to mutate an animal. But yeah, this is what the problem is. And then they people complain. And then because people complain, Facebook goes and uses um, AI. And then AI gets it wrong. And then people complain about it. And then Facebook goes, well, we need people. And so we won't treat those people like humans. We'll just pay them a lot and then give them horrible working conditions. And I imagine it's the exact same for TikTok. Yes, apparently they've got 12-hour shifts and 50-minute breaks. Yeah, and then they get no physical, uh, psychological help. No, nope. They don't get fair. They just get told to sit in a room, watch child porn and child mutilation and murder and sex abuse and all of that shit and go, yep, you're happy. The internet you get paid is a dark a place. Now let's but, talk about hand warmers for a fucking gamer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a Chinese <laughs> company has inv- sorry no, that's wrong. A Japanese company has made a gaming hardware that allows you to massage your tendons in your hand. People are going to put their cocks in this. <laughs> Why is your brain gone there? It didn't need to go there. Because people will. It's an open device that massages. People will put their cock in it. Do you know what? I looked at this. I was like, I actually want to try it. Not with my cock, my hand. Yeah, 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 Dan. Sure, sure. It sounds pretty interesting. I wonder if it actually does, like, make your hand feel less painful. Because I get, like, hand cramp when I'm playing games, right? I get hand cramps holding my phone. Exactly, yeah. So how nice it would be to just sit home and relax and just put your hand in the hand massager. (laughs) Uh, It uses 15 heated air cushions to supposedly simulate the feeling of a real massage. And, well, why the hell not? Uh, Yeah, I mean... This is kind of interesting, but like I said, people will put the cock in it. Apparently, it's available in Japan right now for around $150. So, yeah, people are definitely going to put their cock in it. You underestimate people. I understand why. I guarantee you, in in this year, we will hear an article of someone put their cock in it, and it got (laughs) damaged in some way. It's likely, it's likely. But moving on to our final section, recommend do, recommend don't. What would you recommend this week? Uh, I watched The Kingsman. And yeah, it's good. I liked it. Is it better? The second? Than the second one, yes. I think the first one's still really good. So you go first, third, second. Yeah. Is it um, a quite significantly better than the second one? Yes. That's good. That is good. I'm, I might go watch it then. Might go watch a couple of weeks. Yeah. I'd recommend it. I've got um, nothing particular to recommend this week other than I've, I've finally done a Destiny dungeon with randoms. And how did that go? It was actually really nice and fun. So I joined this Discord server where people just send messages like, oh, I'm doing this. Does anyone want to join? Mm-hmm. And uh, it took me a while to work up the confidence to actually like respond to one of these messages because in my head... coming, They're off- all sexual and really devious. And Actually, I, I was more thinking aggressive. about people being toxic and just shouting at you for doing things wrong. I just being horrible people. Yeah. And it turns out it wasn't that. They were actually generally really nice people. I said I've not done it before, and they were always like, yeah, no problem. We'll, we'll guide you through it. And it's just a nice experience. It's pretty fun. Yeah, me- all meeting up to get gangbanged. Not really. They live in America, and I don't plan on going to America anytime soon, so. They'll all come here, Dan. <laughs> they don't know where I live. They've now Hopefully doxed not. you, and they know your address. Hopefully not. Well. Don't put that thought in my head, though. Also, I'm pretty sure a guy was, like, younger than me. I'm not sure the other guy. That's not stopped anyone. What do you mean? When I say younger, by the way, I don't think he's... I don't know his exact age. He just said he's doing school. like 22. It might be college, I don't know. Yeah. Unless he's like 17 and not doing anything illegal. I mean, it's not legal anyway. 
I'm not doing anything. I'm just on a game. <laughs> well, don't know what your conversations were like. <laughs> Nothing other than Destiny. Mm-hmm. And me about, you I, I think I talked about my, my uni work, and that was about it. Uni sex? <laughs> no, don't say that. <laughs> because honestly, I, that will come back to bite me, so don't say anything like that. Mm-hmm. Nothing okay, like everybody. that happened. We'll let Dad enjoy his young boy. <laughs> oh my God, please don't say that. That's so creepy. That's so creepy. 22, the year Dad gets laid. No, I mean, it might be. I hope it is. But not by him. <laughs> Depends how good you are at Destiny, Dad. Anyway, I think we should leave it there. Thank you for listening. Check out last week's TBO of our Hawkeye. If you even care about Hawkeye, I don't know. We didn't really care well, about check it. check out our Kane or our Spider-Man review. Definitely uh, check out Arcane. Like, Arcane's Man Spider-Man, but many Arcane. If I didn't have New Year's plans, my New Year's plans were to just sit around and watch Arcane <laughs> into the New Year. So, Time it so it's perfectly well. But I ended up going out uh, to uh, some friend's house and just had a nice evening playing board games and shit like that. That's pretty fun. I think most people did quite similar things like that. Mm. Anyway, thank you for listening and we'll see you next week. See ya.